we all have limits, let's be honest, and boundaries help us to communicate where that line is. It's really about safeguarding what is important to you. It's allowing you to be closer to what's important through an allocation of your most important and precious resource. You're listening to Beyond Leadership. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Chipchinski, and I want to use the lessons I've learned from 15 years of leadership experience in business, politics, nonprofit, and the military to help you break through the BS of everyone else's expectations so you can lead as your authentic self. Join me every week as I give you tangible ways you can have more influence, more cohesion, more innovation, and more peace of mind when you lay your head down at night. Because leadership is about so much more than just leading. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the very first episode of the Beyond Leadership podcast. This podcast is something that Honestly, I never even knew I wanted to do until a few months into this coronavirus quarantine thing. See, what happened was I started shifting my social media from my network marketing business and my kiddo to more leadership topics and things that I was going through uh, in, in my position at work as a leader. And I realized that there was a huge gap when it comes to talking about women specifically in leadership. I remember having a conversation with someone a couple of years ago who was supposed to be my mentor in an organization that I belong to, and I had my next position lined up, a position of higher leadership responsibility that I was hand-selected for, and I was really excited about that position. And then he told me he was worried I wasn't strong enough to handle it. Listen, I had hoped and dreamed of this position literally for years, and there I was on my way out the door to go and do it, being told I wasn't good enough. No tips, no advice, no well wishes, just a don't fuck it up. So I did what any great leader would do. I went out to my car and I cried. I did not let him see me cry, but boy, did I cry. I cried the ugliest of ugly tears because that is not what your dream job is supposed to feel like. Can you relate to that? That overwhelming feeling of, well, but if I just do it that way, or he was successful and that's how he said to do it, so maybe I should just do it that way. Or if I put in more time, more energy, more focus, more, more, more. No, my friend, stop. That's bullshit. And it doesn't have to be that way. After that conversation, well, after that cry and a drive home and a couple of stiff drinks, I decided that he was wrong and that I am an incredible and strong leader, but that I just needed to do it my own way and freaking own it. 
So after many missteps, I learned that if you know yourself, know your vision, and know your people, you can lead and encourage your organization to great success. One of the very first things you need to do, though, is you need to learn to set healthy boundaries. So today, I really want to deep dive into that topic. We're going to talk what are healthy boundaries, what are they not, why are they important, and how can I set them? Okay, so first of all, what are boundaries? Simply stated, a a boundary is something that gives you control over what energy you let into your space. We all have limits, let's be honest, and boundaries help us to communicate where that line is, both to ourselves and to other people. So we can have boundaries with regard to our personal space. Um, That's something that we see popping up a lot with this pandemic going on right now, personal space boundaries. We can have boundaries and should have boundaries with regard to our sexuality, what we are and are not willing to do, and with whom we are and are not willing to do it. We can have boundaries with our possessions. We all have ethical boundaries. We should, especially in 2020, have digital boundaries. When am I online? When am I focusing time away from social media? How am I letting my children access digital media? We can set boundaries with our emotions and our thoughts and with our time and energy. Boundaries, if used properly, in my opinion, can actually be your number one form of self-care because it's, it's really about safeguarding what is important to you. There's this common misconception that boundaries are about keeping other people out. And that is absolutely not true. It's it's not about other people. It's about you. It is about not about cutting yourself off. It's allowing you to be closer to what's important through an allocation of your most important and precious resource. That resource being your time. I know we've all been in positions where we've been overworked, overavailable, um, sacrificing your own mental and emotional health, especially if you've ever been in a position where you are leading a team, right? You want to make sure that your team has everything they need to do their job. So you will answer the phone at 8, 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night on a Saturday or on a Sunday when you are supposed to be with your family because you have not set those boundaries around your time. And again, it's not about keeping those people out. It's about protecting what is most important to you and protecting your time. Now, I will caveat all this by saying that boundaries are not absolute. They can and they should be flexible. So if there is an emergency, yes, absolutely take the call. If you are on vacation, flex your boundaries. 
if you are in the middle of a huge project at work and something has a deadline that is fast approaching, yes, flex your boundary. But when you're doing that, and we'll get to this in a couple of minutes, when you're flexing those boundaries, you have to be sure to let your people know that this is temporary. So now we get to point number two. Why are boundaries important? Right? Okay, we kind of already covered that it gives you control over what you let into your space. What energy, what you allow your time to be taken up by, uh, who you allow into your space, and what you allow them to do and take from you when they are there. So by doing that, this is going to allow you to conserve your emotional energy because you're not letting in what you know drains you. If there is someone or something that you cannot emotionally or mentally handle in a moment or for a period of time, boundary, put it up, don't let it in. And doing this is also going to give you more independence, which might seem counterintuitive, but when you think about it, you're putting yourself first. You're not always putting other people first, which is not selfish. It allows you to be a more genuine version of yourself. So now let's talk about setting boundaries. And this is probably the most difficult part for people, especially if they have not ever had boundaries before. Um, because you're going to get a lot of pushback. So the first thing you need to do is you need to define what needs to change. And you do this by considering and, you know, making a list. What are your rights? What do you have the inherent right to? What do you need to protect? And what do you value? Follow your gut. Most of the time, your first inclination, that intuition, is not going to steer you wrong. For me, I was in a position where I had a a very overbearing boss who would call me at all hours of the day, all hours of the night, expecting me to answer her calls, every answer, first ring. Now, I have a rule That if you are not in my home between the hours of 5 p.m. and 8 p.m., you do not get my attention. That is my rule, my boundary to protect my time with my family. I've got a toddler, right? And that time that I get to spend with him is finite and it is precious. And that is something that I need to protect because it is something that I value more than my job, more than a raise, more than being at the beck and call of somebody who would replace me in about 24 hours if I left the organization. So I put up that boundary and I communicated that boundary, which is the second thing you need to do when you're setting. So define what needs to change, figure out what you need to protect, right? And then communicate those boundaries clearly. 
You need to tell the people in your life, this is the new way it's going to be. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with me. I am protecting 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. because that is the only time every day I get to spend with my son. Or I am protecting my time on Sundays because that's the time I spend going to church and spending with family. Or whatever that looks like for you. I'm protecting my Friday mornings because that's the day I have off and that's the day I go to yoga. Right? Communicate that. Tell people. And it is going to, like I said before, have pushback. And it is going to require you to retrain people who have been taught through no fault of your own that they can reach you any day, any time, for any reason. At first, I guarantee they are still going to try doing that. When I was running an organization in network marketing and I decided I needed to put up boundaries where I was previously available, essentially 24-7, I still had people calling me and I said, no, my business hours are 8 a.m. to 4 and then 7 to 9, Monday through Friday or whatever it was. And I would not answer calls in those times that weren't quote-unquote office hours. Did it piss some people off? Sure. But over time, they learned that this was the new way. And I would like to think that they respected me more for it. And side note, it helped them to become better stewards of their time because now instead of coming to me for all of the answers, they knew that if they had a question that was outside of my office hours, they needed to go find it themselves, which made them better in their business, which made me a freer and happier leader. So when you're doing this communication and and you're preparing for this pushback, if you need to, Set consequences. If you're going to do that, be sure that you communicate those consequences clearly and don't bend. Again, yes, emergency situations arise, but rarely is there a situation so emergent, so life or death, literally life or death, that it is going to require you to bend your boundaries, to be flexible And especially if it's asking you to be flexible on a regular basis. That's not flexibility. That's just giving in. So setting boundaries, right? Define what needs to change. Communicate it clearly. And prepare for the pushback. Now, I've talked quite a bit about healthy boundaries in a work environment. And healthy boundaries protecting your personal time from uh, those within your organization and those people on your team. But it runs the other way too, right? Especially if you are an entrepreneur and you are trying to start a business or work a business, especially in this COVID time when you're trying to do it from home, you need to set boundaries with your family as well. Protect what's important to you. That doesn't just have to be your family. That can be your career. That can be your your me time. That can be the time every morning where you go on your walk with the dog and you sit in the park and read your book. 
it doesn't just have to be protecting you from work. It can be protecting any time, space, energy that is important to you. Communicating that with your family gets a little trickier, especially if they're used to having 24-7 access to you, especially if you have kids who need you. So when you're communicating that, you need to be very careful and you need to be considerate too of what they need in their lives. Maybe if you have a tiny baby, this isn't the right time to be setting your boundaries from your tiny baby. But you can work with your partner to say, hey, I need two hours every other day so that I can journal, so that I can read my Bible, take a bath, feel like a normal human. I was there about a year and a half ago, had a tiny baby starting a new job really needed to set those boundaries at home and tell my husband, hey, this isn't working for me. I can't be doing all the things all the time. Did it take a hot minute? Sure did. But in the end, when he was finally receptive to helping me put those those boundaries and, and close off that time that I needed for me, he realized that I was happier, that I was less stressed, And that made me an all-around better person to be around. So to sum it all up, I hope you understand now what boundaries are. That they're not about other people. They're about you and protecting what's important to you. That it's important to set them. To determine what's important. To communicate that and to prepare for the pushback. I hope and pray that this blesses you in your business, in your home, in your personal life, and that you can take this skill and use it to become a better version of you. Because being a leader is about so much more than just thinking you can go out and lead people. The first person you have to be able to lead is yourself. And this is a skill that is going to do So much good for you in the long run. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I sincerely hope that you got something out of today that you are going to be able to take and use on your journey to wherever it is you're going. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and share your takeaways on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Sarah May Ski on Instagram. While you're waiting for the next episode, please check out our exclusive Beyond Leadership community over on Facebook to connect with more like-minded and like-hearted individuals dedicated to learning, leading, and encouraging right alongside you every day. Until next time, let's go.